And Waylene asked me if she could talk this morning. I had no idea what she's going to talk about. And to me, it's just another uh, showing God's hand in what we're doing. The title of this morning's message is The Prince of Peace. We just got through singing, it's well with my soul. And if you have the Prince of Peace, it is well with your soul. It doesn't matter what's going on in Fox News. It doesn't matter what's real, what ain't real. It doesn't matter what's going on in the world. It doesn't matter what somebody's saying to you over the supper table. It doesn't matter any of that matters. If you have the Prince of Peace, it is well with your soul. Amen. That's what Christmas is about. I mean, we all get stuff, right? And everybody's going to be opening up stuff this, this, this uh, next couple of days. How long does it take for the stuff to lose its allure and then you want something else? It doesn't take long, does it? People can give a gift or people can do something and, then the, and everybody, oh, thank you so much and they're so happy and they're so grateful. But if the Prince of Peace ain't in the middle of it, it doesn't take you long till you don't have that anymore. You see, the stuff of this world will never fulfill. Everybody say amen to that, please. I want you to get this. The stuff of this world will never fulfill. It will temporarily ease. It'll take your mind away. It'll get you to the place of cloud nine. It'll get you to sitting here at a moment. But it doesn't last. But why? Because it's not eternal. What is eternal is what it's about. Jesus is eternal. He was there in the beginning. He's going to be there forever. He's here now. His spirit is here now to minister. It is well with my soul. How about you? You see, when he's in our life, everything is well. We've talked this Christmas season about who is this child? Who is Jesus? If you don't know who he is, then the rest of it doesn't matter. You got to know who Jesus is. And you got to know him intimately. That's the only way this peace stuff happens. We're getting there. Last week on Sunday night, now, man, didn't we have a wonderful service Sunday morning? The play, the singing, it was awesome. It was different than anything we've ever done before, but that just goes to show whenever you just let go and let God have his way, he will do something. He'll do it different than he did before. He will change something up a little bit. If we're looking for the same stuff, I'm going to tell you right now, you might not want to hang out with Jesus because he's always going to be rocking your world. He will always be throwing a change up. He'll always be throwing a knuckleball, something you've never seen. Why? Because then he and he alone will get the glory. Because otherwise it becomes about the routines. It becomes about the traditions. It comes about all these things. Last Sunday night at prayer service, I wish you all could have been here Sunday night. Did God show up for those of you who were here Sunday night? Did he show up in a mighty way Sunday night? We learned who is this child, but we also learned he is Lord. 
And I'm going to tell you, prayer service was awesome. God was just moving and blessing Sunday night in this house. Something we needed to feel is something we needed to have a visit from him. It was awesome. He was ministering. See, one of the wonderful names of our Lord is the Prince of Peace. And I want you to know this, Jesus Christ is the one who holds the key to peace. Whether it's personal peace in our hearts, whether it's domestic peace inside of our homes and in our families, Jesus is the key. Whether it's eternal peace, Jesus is the key. There is no eternal peace without Christ. I believe with all my heart the testimony we just heard is that is the Spirit of God pouring out the part of that eternal peace. Something Robbie is experiencing now, but the family gets to experience it too. Now the ones that don't know him, they don't get that. But the ones that do know him, he says, let me come in. I got a way for you. I got something I can help you with. And that's what he does. He is the key to it. Isaiah 9 and 6 says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. That's his name, the Prince of Peace. Isaiah prophesied. Brother Willie, where's that paper at? How long ago was it? It was 700 some years ago, wasn't it? About 700 years ago, Isaiah's putting stuff out here. And let me tell you, we, we hit a point in Sunday school. If you ain't making it Sunday school, you need to come to Sunday school because I'm going to tell you, it's good learning. It's a good time to discuss and learn and talk and get it out and get it in. Right. 700 years. Yeah, not 700 years ago. I said that wrong, didn't I? <laughs> I'm glad you caught that because it's been 2,000 years since he was born. So, But these men that were in the Bible and wrote these, these prophets, they listened to what God had to say. And even though Maybe they would have been ridiculed. Maybe they would have been uh, pulled down as, as her heretics. You know, these guys are nuts. They've done falling off the deep end. Whatever may come, they did what God had to say. Without them listening to God and doing exactly that, then we wouldn't have the prophecies. And a part of what God is is he lets us know what is to come. And folks, that's where our peace lies. If you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you've got no problem if you fall dead today. Because there's nothing in this world that's going to match what you're going to. If you get there, you won't be wanting to be come back. I can tell you that. They've done the best they could with the worldly stuff to tell you just how great heaven is. And there is nothing to compare it to on this earth. There's nothing to compare the Lord to on this earth. And so they were writing these things out and thinking, I don't even think they were thinking. I think they were just believing. Well, he's coming. I'm going to write that down. And maybe they got questions. I don't know. The Bible doesn't tell us. I'm sure some people probably asked some questions. 
Don't we ask the questions? You see, we can talk about Jesus this morning and talk about his saving grace and his power and how he can heal those that are sick and he can open the blind eyes and we can't fill the church up. But if we start a series talking about prophecy of when the Lord Jesus is coming back, I could write books and get a, be a billionaire because everybody wants to know. It's Christmas time. I'm going to get a little mean for a minute maybe. I don't want to but it's Christmas time. We had a, probably 150 people here last week for the play. Awesome. But why don't we want to learn about Jesus the other 51 weeks of the year? That ought to tell us a little bit of something. If it's landing on your doorstep, then you need to let the Lord come in and move and work. Okay? Why don't we want Him every week, every day, every single moment of the year? The one who knows the beginning all the way to the end. The one who we can call on and show us the pathways. We don't have to know what's going to happen. We don't know exactly, have to know exactly how it's going to work out. But when we have peace and peace in Christ, it doesn't matter. Because he's got this. Amen. He has got this. Waiting for tests from the doctor? Don't worry about it. He's got this. If you're okay with Christ, it's okay. Well, I don't think you should say that, preacher. Well, that's okay. You can have your opinion if you want, but you know what? He's got this. I ain't ready to check out just yet as far as wanting to, but if it happens, I'm good. How about you? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready to go and spend eternity with Christ? That's what this is about. He came so that we could have that. The Prince of Peace. Isaiah proclaimed it. He prophesied about it. Then when the night he was born, the angels, they proclaimed it in Luke 2 and 14. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill to men. I, I touched this last Sunday night. Imagine what these shepherds were going through. Because you read on down there. I'm not going to read it all this morning. But you read on down there. They went and told people what was going on. And for them to do that, was pretty much out of, you know, Caesar was over everything. So the, talking about Caesar, I can't remember that word, Caricio, it actually means that Caesar's Lord. To go and proclaim that Jesus is Lord is going to get you killed. Because you've got to worship Caesar. They were over, the Roman Empire was over Israel at the time, right? You remember the centurion soldiers, all these, they were there, they were ruling. And for these guys to have some moment in the middle of the night when an angel in this great light appears before them and says, hey, there's a baby being born over there. He's prophesied about it. Uh, he, he's the son of God. He's bringing peace. Go and see him. And they said, well, let's go and see him. And then they told about it. Do you understand what they were doing to tell about Jesus? They were risking their lives. But they had peace because they believed in the scriptures. They believed what they saw. Can you just imagine what happened on that night? Now you ask me this question, and you maybe you'll ask this question, folks. We're talking about peace this morning, and don't we desperately need peace in this world? 
We need it throughout the world with different nations and different people groups. We need peace. We need it in our homes. We need it inside of our churches. We need peace. And we ask that question, well, if Jesus is peace, then why in the world don't we have it? We're going to talk about that for a minute. Isaiah 57 and 21 said, There is no peace, says my God, for the wicked. That's the answer to your question. Why don't we see peace in this world? Because of wickedness. Why don't we see peace inside of families? It's because of wickedness. Why don't we see peace inside of churches where God's supposed to live? It's because of wickedness. And we ain't handling snakes and we ain't going to. If we do, somebody pull a gun out and commence the shooting. Because I don't like them. But I believe in the power of God. I believe in what God can do. I believe that he can take us through anything that we face. I believe he's got the answer for everything. But wickedness comes in all kinds of forms. We don't, we're not going to be serving wine at the church tonight. We don't believe in that. If you don't, I'm okay. That's okay. That's between you and Jesus. I'm letting you know what the Bible teaches. Find enough commentaries, they'll tell you what you want to hear because there's like 30,000 different denominations in the world so you can understand what I'm saying. Be careful with commentaries. They'll fill you up with what you want to hear. And that's the problem with the world today. Everybody wants to go, hear something to make them feel good. Everybody wants to hear something that's going to help them along. And there's no peace there. Ain't no peace in the home. Ain't no peace in all these places. There's no peace. There's no peace in this world. But yet, well, I can sit here and tell you today that we have peace. See, wickedness is what's keeping this peace at bay. There was a guy one time, this preacher was uh, witnessing to him. Came up to him and he said, hey, you got peace? And the man said, well, yeah, I got peace. I mean, look, you know, I got 12 trucks over here and three cars and four houses. We got one at the beach. Own this huge ranch. Everything's going on. All the equipment you see, it's mine. I own it. Kids are doing good. I got peace. He said, do you really have peace? He said, what's the matter with you, man? Didn't you hear what I just said? I got all this. He said, but you're not listening to me. Do you have peace? And the man said, you must be some kind of nut. He's starting to get a little mad now. He said, and that's what I'm talking about. I keep asking you the same question over, and you don't like that you're not getting the, the, the answers not going through. He said, do you have peace with God? Bless you. And the man started crying. He said, how did you know? Because when I asked you about peace, you talked about everything in this world and all the stuff that you got, and I knew you didn't have peace. You see, that's the Spirit of God moving. The man got saved that day because he realized the day you check out, doesn't matter what you got here or don't got here, it don't go with you. If you've got peace with God, you've got a treasure. Because it doesn't matter what you're going through, peace with God is everything. The Prince of Peace. We're going to get gifts uh, Christmas morning, Christmas Eve. We're going to go to 12 houses. Not really, we're not, but you know what I'm talking about. We run ourselves silly. You know what my 
father-in-law told my granddaughter, she said, Papa, what you want for Christmas? He said, I don't need nothing. And that's Clyde. Every year you get him, I don't need that. Take it back. Don't he? Except for that year we bought him a Keurig. Boy, he's really used that thing. <laughs> he didn't say take that one back. But he said, Sissy, if people will just go buy a box of candy or something to show somebody how much they love them, spend a little few minutes with them and tell them that they love them. He said, that's all I need. Save your money. Don't waste it on all this stuff, all this stuff, all this junk, all this everything. Get me an apple if you want to, or you don't have to get anything. Do you understand what I'm talking about this morning? Because the stuff will soon die away. There's probably some people in this country somewhere sitting in jail today, or, or was sitting in jail since Black Friday because they got in a fight over something that they only had two of. Because there ain't no peace in the world. We got to have this stuff. We need this stuff. We want this stuff. But there's no peace. But there's no peace for the wicked. You see, you may have what you call happiness. And you may have what you have so-called security. But there is no peace, friends, apart from the Prince of Peace, and that's Jesus Christ. Amen. We've got to have him. See, God has plainly promised peace in the Bible, ain't he? I mean, we get this Christmas cards. I probably got some sitting down here. I got this morning. It talks about the Prince of Peace. Peace on earth, goodwill to men. That's all. We have all that. And God has promised that we have this peace. He has given it to us. And he came, and they rejected him. Jesus came, the Prince of Peace, prophesied about, and he was rejected. But there was a purpose for that. And the purpose was that he went to Calvary and shed his blood, died on the cross. Three days later, he rose again so that man could be reconciled with God. The debt had to be paid. He did promise peace. And he made the way so that peace could happen. If you know Jesus this morning, put your hands together because you got peace. You got peace. You got peace and he made the way. He did everything that we needed so that he, he made the way so that we could have that peace with God. So that we, we could be reconciled with him. He gave us salvation and that's the, the sin debt was paid, the sin debt that man owed, mankind owed to God, so to speak. It was paid by Jesus. It was paid by him. That's why he was born. They tried to kill him even when he was a baby, and God said, I got this. Folks, God's got it. Little baby, mom and dad couldn't take care of him against the Roman army. Come on, let's be realistic. Army comes flowing down the road today without God doing something. What are we going to do about it? What's his mom and dad going to do about it? See, but with God, all things are possible. And God says, I'm going to protect this child. The devil wanted him dead. He, kind of, he knew the scriptures. He knew what was coming down the pike. He was there in the Garden of Eden. He knew the words that were spoken. He knew it was coming. And he did everything in his power to stop him. And he wasn't able to do that. And you know what? He still can't do that because at Calvary he was defeated. You and I walk and stand this morning in a place of victory. 
We don't walk in defeat. We are not in a place of defeat. We are in a place of victory. Amen. Amen. Get excited about that. Be excited. Because if you're excited about it, it's going to flow over to others. And it's going to flow over to others. You know, nothing bothers me worse than somebody saying I'm a Christian. They never share it. And they always look like they've been eating something sour. Well, who would want that? i got to go to church. No, you don't have to go to church. You need to go to church. You get to go to church. We went out Christmas caroling the other night, and what a blessing it was. We broke up into two different groups and still didn't get done until like 9 o'clock. But what a blessing it was to go and to minister and the people that were crying and, the, and all that was going on, that was the Spirit of God. We get to serve. Did it take effort? It did. I'd go get a battery and stick it in the bus so we could do it. It took some effort. It took some time. It took some of this stuff. But at the end of the day, we were there. Got her done. And when we got done that night, we were blessed. Some stayed behind to make cocoa and coffee and those kinds of things. And we had cookies. They, but it was serving. It was doing what God said. But you ask, what about this peace on earth? What does the scripture say? You see, he came the first time he was rejected. And therefore, peace on this earth was postponed. Y'all hang with me. Hang on me because we've got another part to hit after this. But the Bible says, and the government will be upon his shoulder. Let me ask you a question. Is the government upon his shoulder today? Just of America. I'm talking about the world. I mean, the governments can't get together on nothing. Why do countries fight? Why do countries try to cheat one another? Well, I'll let you in on a little secret. It ain't got nothing to do with Jesus. He don't work like that. He don't go that way. He don't play that. I'm trying to hit every generation here with that axiom there he don't go there that's not how he operates and therefore he is not over the government Micah 4 and 3 says and he shall judge between many peoples and rebuke strong nations afar off they shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks nations shall not lift up sword against nation neither shall they learn war anymore but everyone shall sit under his vine and under his fig tree, and no one shall make them afraid. For the mouth of the Lord of hosts has spoken. You see, Jesus is coming back. Somebody said in Sunday school this morning, you tell everybody Santa Claus is coming tomorrow night, they get excited. You talk about Jesus, it doesn't mean anything. Oh, he's coming back. He's coming back. And there's going to be a time he is going to rule and reign on this earth, and the believers will rule and reign with him, and there will be peace on earth. Can you have fathomed that in your minds? Peace on this earth? But he's going to be ruling and reigning. You see, he gets to rule and reign now when we let him. Think about that for a minute. Nobody's going to twist your arm. God's not going to twist your arm to get saved. He's not going to twist your arm to grow. He will give you everything you need, and the devil will try to take that and turn it into something bad. 
get mad at the preacher, get mad at the teacher, get mad at the friend, get mad at the whoever. That's what he wants to do. But he says, here's the truth. And it will set you free. You understand what I'm talking about this morning? Peace on this earth will come. But today, folks, you can have peace personally. How many, by putting your hands together, how many got peace already? You know Jesus. He's yours. He's yours. We're worshiping him by doing this. This is not to find out who is and who isn't. This is about worshiping him. It's, about, it's his story now. It's about worship. And we have peace. But he came so that we could have that peace. Romans 5 and 1 says, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in the hope and the glory of God. Let me ask you, do you have peace this morning? Do you have peace? You see, sin is warfare against God. Mankind declared war against the kingdom of heaven on God when man sinned. And there has to be peace made. Jesus made that way. He made the way for that peace. He undid what Adam did. He made the way that we could be reconciled with God. If we get reconciled with God, we get reconciled with one another. Amen? We talk about we want unity and peace and all this. Well, let's put God in the middle of it, and that's exactly what's going to happen. When it don't happen, it's because God ain't there. Let me say it again so it gets close, because it's Christmas time. If there ain't no peace sitting there, and it might be in your house, within your immediate family, within this church, within the churches up the road, the reason that there's nothing there is because God's not allowed to rule. Hello. You see, he's got to be Lord. If he ain't Lord, then he don't rule. Amen? If he ain't Lord, he don't get to rule. And the powerful God that we love and know says, and I'm not going to go beyond what you want. You want me in your life? I'm there. You want me to help out? I'm there. You want to listen to me and follow me? I will take you to a place. I will rock your world. You have no idea what I'm going to do for you. You have no idea the plans that I have laid for you. But do you want to walk there? And it takes submission. It's supposed to be a Christmas message. Well, I think it is, isn't it? Matter of fact, come every Sunday, you're going to hear a Christmas message. This is going to always be about Jesus. <laughs> it's always going to be a Christmas, Christmas and Easter message. It's about Jesus. It's about God Almighty and his love for you and me coming down and saying, you know what, I love them and I'm going to make a way. I love them and I'm going to help them. I love them and I'm going to pull them close to me. It's all about reconciliation with God. This Christmas, do you have peace with God or are you at war with him? Is there a war going on? And we have to surrender to him. During Napoleon Bonaparte's time, the French and the British were fighting. Why were they fighting? Can anybody tell me? 
I'm not asking what you learned in history class. I mean, they was fighting over something earthly, but why were they fighting? Seriously. Well, yeah, they wouldn't know Jesus. They all have their own thing of Jesus, but why were they fighting? It's because they wouldn't know Jesus there. But there was a fellow by the name of Lord Nelson, and he was a British admiral. And he beat the French admiral in battle. They were in the Navy. And so, you know, these guys back in the day, it was very formal. You know, they put on their best uniform. I mean, if they'd been fighting and they were bloody and messy, they'd go and they'd pull the, open the trunk and get their good uniform out. And it was a very formal, gentlemanly thing. You know, we, we see Marines today dressed up, you know, in their dress blues. Picture it that way with the sword on the side and, and all that. You know, they're looking smart. Well, after that fellow beat you, you had to surrender to him. And so this British fellow, he walks up to Lord Nelson, got himself at attention, clicked his heels. I wish I could do it. I can't. Clicked his heels. He got these rubber soles on the bottom. Won't scoot on his carpet. <laughs> Clicked his heels and held out his hand. You know what the Lord Nelson told him? Lord Nelson done this. Not until, sir, you lay your sword at my feet, then you can shake my hand. I'm not going to receive your surrender. I'm not going to shake your hand. I'm not going to have anything to do with you until you lay your sword at my feet. Do you see that picture? He's exposing himself, the back of his head, and he's losing his weapon. Are you still carrying swords? Because you cannot surrender to Jesus unless you lay those swords at his feet. The animosity the anger, the hatred, all these things that are not characteristics of God. And he can't be ruler, and he can't bring peace until that's done. We can shake our heads, but what is it we always talk about? We've got to do the book. box of candy ain't going to cut it. The next thing on uh, video games or whatever ain't going to cut it. No. These are temporary fixes. No manipulative items, by the way. Kids and grandkids will manipulate parents and grandparents. And they're not the only guilty ones because the parents and the grandparents are doing the same thing. Manipulating. Oh, Ken, we wanted to feel good. Well, this should make us feel good. Peace. Do you have peace today? I mean, we get down to the nuts and bolts here, right? We got visitors here. I pray y'all come back and be with us, but this is how it goes. We, we preach what God gives us. Because you know what? The rest of it is just a bunch of smoke. Do you have peace this morning? I want to ask you this morning, do you have peace with God? That's all that matters. You got peace with God, everything else is going to fall in.
and we have to surrender. The only way that we have peace with him is total surrender. Total surrender. I want to ask you this morning, stand to your feet. George, put us something on, if you would, please, because I want everybody to be able to come to this. If you need to come and talk to the Lord about anything this morning, the altar's open. You can sit in your seat where you're at. You raise your hand, we'll come and pray with you. And whatever we talk about will be between you, me, and God, or whoever's praying with you. But do you have peace this morning? Who is this child? Who is this child that is born so that mankind can be reconciled? He's Emmanuel. He's Jesus. He's the wonderful counselor. He's the mighty God. He is Lord. That's who this child is. That manger over there is empty right now. We had it up for the play. But Jesus ain't in the manger anymore. He, he, he's not there. He came and that was the way he came through as vulnerable as he could be and they could not destroy him because God his father said, I got this. I got my boy. I got my people and my people are you. Every one of you. That's his people. He created you. He has a plan for you. He has a purpose for you. He knows what he has in store for you. And he says, I love you. I'm going to make the way. I'm going to bring you back to me. Jesus ain't in the manger no more. By the way, folks, in two or three months we'll be talking about it. He ain't in the grave no more. He is out of the grave. He overcame death and the grave. Amen. There ain't nothing that we can't face that Jesus is able to get us through. Christmas, this Christmas, do you have peace with God? That's the question. Come and get it. Come and get it. Christmas trees have presents and everybody will be getting up early of the morning and rushing out to go get and see what we got. The best present you'll ever receive is Jesus Christ. And you don't have to open him up out of no box because he don't live in a box. Don't try to put him in a box because he won't stay there and then you're worshiping an idol. Right. <laughs> He's Jesus. And if you don't have peace this morning, he wants to give you peace. Don't let the devil tell you, well, I don't need to walk up there. I don't need this. I don't want people thinking, you know what, it ain't about them. If you enjoy not having peace, then stay in your seat right where you're at. And don't talk to him. But if you want peace this morning, I come to tell you this morning, he wants to give you peace. Amen. He wants to give you peace, and this Christmas might be one like you've never experienced before in your life. I don't care if you've already been saved and you've, you've been growing. And he says, you know what? You're in a place that you're hung up. I want to give you peace. You've got to let him come in so that you can have peace. He has the key to peace. He is the key to peace. Amen.